0: And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. I am so excited to be here with you today. I This week is insanity. Organized Chaos is about to change my world and so many others in so many ways. And I'm, I couldn't be more excited uh, for all of it. And so... I feel like I'm in the dredges and there's only going to be so much more to come because once Organized Chaos becomes its own brand, so to speak, uh, it will give me just even more areas of growth for this podcast, for uh, different brands that we'll be working with. And I, I couldn't be more excited. And I just want to say thank you because y'all told me forever start a podcast, start a podcast. actually, most of you say go on Facebook and go live every day. That means I have to like sort of somewhat get ready or something. I don't know. maybe I don't. Maybe I should. Either way, here I am in all my uh, in all that I can and uh, we're gonna stick with podcasting for a minute. Maybe I will get to the point where I can do both and that would be so great. Um, a couple weeks ago, I shared about a faith family, fashion fitness group. Uh, that, and I, I want to apologize because I, I spoke too soon and that launched before really this organized chaos thing had come to full fruition. And so I want to say sorry for those of you that jumped in there and wondered what on earth is happening um, and stay tuned for what is going to be happening because it is that much more exciting. Um, okay, but today I want to talk about some really uh, tangible ways to get out of the woe. Uh, Get out of the woe is me, move forward in your day, even when life sucks, even when it isn't going right, even when you don't wanna do the things, why and how do you get unstuck, and you have to just keep going? Uh, today's episode is sponsored by my favorite kids vitamins. Uh, they, I am sharing the link in my show notes. They are called Haya, uh, so you can use that link to get a percentage off. They are incredible. They are full of superfoods, full of vegetables, full of fruits. Full of all the things your kids need without them ever knowing anything. And if you're like me, you're trying to sneak as much as possible into some of these picky eaters. So I hope that you will try them. Be sure to tag me so I can um, encourage you with those as well. Okay, let's get into today's episode. All right, so I want to ask you a question, and I need you to do a little imagining. Um, You know that your kid struggled at school with a friend, or maybe they have a test, or uh, they are, you know, tired from the night before. And they wake up in the morning, and they look at you with their sad eyes, and they're like, Mom, can I just stay home today? It's going to be too hard, and I feel sad, and... And they give you all of the excuses under the sun. I guess my question to you is, there's going to be two answers, right? There's either like, you're going to school, or it's okay, honey, you can stay home. I'm going to challenge you here that if you are the, it's okay, honey, you can stay home. Which I will tell you right now, my flesh wants to do that. My heart tells me not to, and my flesh, because I'm physically seeing them, I see their pain, I know that feeling, um, but the reality is if there's nothing really that serious, and I'm, and I'm not talking about like obviously if there's some, something serious and you are sick, I will say that my mom always sent us to school. It didn't matter if we were bleeding or barfing, okay, maybe for a barfing, but that pretty much did it. Uh, we always went to school. I don't think I ever missed any school as a kid because we just never were sick and we, you know, get, get going, get going. Um, Anyway, point of my story. Uh, We excuse feelings um, when we know what in our, I shouldn't say heart, maybe head is the right thing to do, right? Like I don't want to enable my children. So I don't allow them to constantly excuse themselves out of situations that I know that they need to be in such as school Uh, and that goes for the same with anything right they start a sport they uh, they start a project they have issues with a friend Um, we're always uh, in our as a parent we're only going to lead them to how to have a behavior that's going to enable them or i'm sorry help them exceed and not enable them help them to exceed in the future i think unfortunately we've come to the place where a lot of times we have the friends that would just be like take the day off go get a starbucks and and don't me wrong guys those days do happen but they can't happen every day they have to eventually you have to pick yourself up eventually you have to do the work eventually you have to figure out what's going on with your body and then you got to do the things no matter how you feel, right? Like I have, I like can't not floss, floss my teeth. As I've gotten older, I feel like my gums are a little looser and the feeling of even if I brush them and I use a really good toothbrush, I have to floss my teeth. Even if I don't feel like it, even if it's late, even if I'm like in the woods, I'm never in the woods, but you get the gist. I always floss my teeth. We have to get to that place with our lives. No matter what we do, X, Y, and Z. And of course, I can't tell you what those X, Y, and Zs are. But I know for me, uh, get up before my kids and get in the Bible. That's like always. And if even if I do decide to sleep in, then it's I do on the couch with them. Um, number, drink all the water under the sun. Uh, that's a that's a non negotiable because I feel my mental state, I feel my digestion. All those things add up. And I will tell you on the days where I don't want to show up, sitting on the couch with a hot cup of coffee over and over and over again sounds like the greatest thing on the planet. That's not going to help me succeed. That's not going to get me where I need to go. Um, being active in some capacity uh, every day, even on even rest days. I I'm, I know myself now well enough that my body doesn't need a full on do nothing kind of day. My body loves movement. I'm not saying that everyone has to, but for me personally, that movement is medicine, right? Like movement keeps me, um, keeps me not from, or makes that my muscles aren't as crazy store the next day. Um, it gives me mental, uh, capabilities that I wouldn't have had. Most of the time, if I'm choosing movement, even on a rest date means I'm outside, which has quickly become a non-negotiable getting outside every day is one of the greatest things I've ever done to my mental state ever. And I live in pretty wild climate. I'm not like sitting here in, you know, California where I can guarantee the climate will work with me pretty much every day. Uh, no, I got wild weather. I mean, we were talking like 110 with humidity of hundred percent in the summer. Now it's cold. Uh, sometimes it's raining, but those that getting outside has quickly become a non-negotiable, um, you know, making time, To be very present at bedtime, before bedtime, Uh, I pretty much don't miss that as long as I can help it. Of course, if I end up with like a day off or a day off, (laughs) I I don't know why that made me laugh. I just don't really have days off if I go out, which I also don't do that, so you know what I'm saying. Um, But I have some pretty serious non-negotiables, taking my supplements, drinking my shake. Those things are going to help me live. Now, there are days where the woes of the world or the woes of my marriage or the woes of parenting or the woes of you know, a conflict with a friend or the woes of, I don't know, whatever else you got, they want to keep me from that. In my opinion, that's when the enemy is trying to hold me down because he knows that when I do those things... We all succeed. My family thrives, my relationship with Jesus thrives, my kids thrive, my business thrives. He doesn't want me to thrive. He doesn't want me to thrive at all. He wants me to go, he wants me out, right? I'm replacing him. He didn't, he got cut from the equation because he wanted all the control. And so when I have these days where I don't feel like doing the things, I have a pep talk and I tell myself to put on your big girl panties and get busy because sitting around waiting for motivation, I might as well wait till I go to bed that night because it won't come. Motivation isn't something we just find. It's created. And usually we start doing the thing and we're motivated, right? Usually, that is what ends up working. But I will say sometimes, even doing the thing still doesn't give you what you need to feel like, man, that was good. And that's oh, Okay, it is okay to have days where you aren't motivated. It doesn't mean you're unmotivated. It doesn't mean that it isn't working. It doesn't mean that you need to change everything. It doesn't mean that you know, you're know you failing. It doesn't mean that the world's falling or world's ending or the world's falling apart. It doesn't mean any of those things. It means that this day didn't really work in your favor, but you still got up and showed up and did the things. And that is going to give you so much well, it's going to help you in the future in any battle that you face because let's be real the battle that you're facing, maybe in this moment of why you don't want to do the things, is probably not that life changing. Maybe it is, maybe it is something that is very detrimental, and you were just told you had cancer or you are on the verge of a you know divorce or something along those lines. Yes, I get that sometimes life is a little bit harder, but these moments where we can practice self discipline, where we can practice dis- uh, consistency. This is how we're going to get through the times where life is straight up beyond hard. You wouldn't even describe it as hard. It's 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 the hardest thing you've ever had to deal with in your whole life. We want to prepare for that because I they're all coming, right? Hard days are knocking. And so if we don't if we don't learn how to just deal with like some pre- or some premarital cramps, man y'all, premenstrual cramps, then we're not going to make We're not going to make it because I will tell you that postpartum cramps are like something out of a horror movie. You got to be ready for the hard stuff. I'm not saying that that's the hard stuff, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, And so you got to, you got to help yourself and you got to tell yourself that you can and that you are capable. And so that's how we practice those things in those days of woes. In that day, I like to think about how would I, how would I tell Avery to handle this? Would I just tell her to fold, lay on the couch, sweetie, don't worry about getting up? Sometimes there'll be some moments. I know I'm a little bit of a harder, hard head, hearted human and that I don't really do that well, but sometimes it's, it's okay. Yes, I'm giving you that, but not every day. You got to get up. You got to show people what it looks like to fight back because when you fight back, they fight back. And when they fight back, they show their kids to fight back. And all that does is it's like a, it's just like a wildfire and it spreads to everybody and everybody's life. And now your life, now you're a life changer. This went from like something about you to something about a whole pile of people. And so when you have those days, think about that. How would I have my daughter handle this? Would I tell her to go quiver? I mean, there's days where I'm like, I'm going to sit on this couch and eat bonbons. My husband says every time I say that, I've never seen you sit on the couch and eat bonbons. And I always tell him, but but I could, but I don't. Right? I could, but I won't. I could go and order in, out again and again, even though I just said last week I got to work on my budget. What happens when you don't? What happens when you finally take some self control of the areas of your life that you're tired of complaining about? That's kind of mean. That was harsh. Sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, but real for real. Like that. That. That's. You know, there's nothing worse than hearing from the friend that says the same thing all the time. I'm probably not the greatest of this particular thing. If you tell me by like third time the same issue. I'm going to look you in your eye and tell you don't really want to change. And you should probably just stop saying it. Because if you can't pick yourself up, you can't expect anybody else to do it for you. You really can't. It's fun to imagine. And even as a health and fitness hype girl, I will do my darndest, but I can't do it for you. I could try. I could come to your house. I could say, hey, let's go. But that's just one day. What happens tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that? Y'all, we have to be our biggest cheerleaders. We have to be our biggest encouragers. We have to be our biggest motivators because no one else is gonna do that for us. And yes, we can be it for our kids, but teaching our kids how to do it for themselves, that is giving them like a life skill that they will learn forever. And if there has ever been a better time to stop enabling our children, it is today. Because these kids these days think that the world is theirs and it is, but not handed on a silver platter. Sure, for some, but not for all. We got to teach them the stuff that we learned. You don't get to just, you know, pick up your cell phone and call your friends and order in your dinner and order your prom dress and maybe hit up an app for some games and then, you know, maybe get onto to social. We don't, we never have that. We went to stores and we had to wait for drivers and we had no money and we had to get jobs. I've worked. I've been working since I was four, 13 years old, doing all kinds of jobs. Not because I had to. My, I didn't have to work. But my parents knew that that life skill would carry me forever and I'm still a worker. I work hard always because that's something my dad ingrained in me from the moment I, the moment I could have a job. And even before I had a job, I was running a babysitter's club. We have to be the kind of people that show up in our own lives to show our kids how to show up in their own lives, to show their kids how to show up in their own lives and their kids and their kids. And that's how we, we build a legacy worth remembering, right? Like if my kid said one day, like, man, I saw my mom one time. She like life was hard and we we you know she lost blank blank or we you know we were down and out or I you know I saw her crying in one moment and the next thing I knew she was lacing up her running shoes and hitting the pavement. What do you think my kids going to do when she's crying? She's going to pick herself up off the floor and go run. Running's a lot better than drinking, doing drugs, having sex, kind of trying to you know hide the feelings, right? We are, are the best role models for our kids. We are the best role models for ourselves. If you don't have a mentor, that's okay because you are your mentor. You can motivate yourself. You can show up for yourself and change your own freaking life. And how powerful is that? And so that, if you're in that day right now and you're listening to this and you had the whoa, right? You don't, sorry, I all of a sudden was just like, whoa, but that's not, that's not the song. That doesn't really go with this today. Not so much. But if you were there, go for it. Put your running shoes on. Go for a walk. Get yourself a dog that needs to go for a walk every day. Best accountability I ever had. She's staring at me right now like, Mom, let's go. This is ridiculous. You're putting me off. Okay, okay, let's do it. We can beat our own woes. We can do hard things. We can be the kind of people that you look at and you think, Man, I wish I was more like her. You are like her, but you are better because you are your best version of you. Let's become it. Let's be warriors. Let's be courageous. Let's be bold. Let's speak truth into our own lives keeping our generations at the forefront of our brain so that we show up for them. We teach them how to do hard. That's how we're going to make a difference in not only our own lives, but in all the generations to come. And that's why I keep showing up. I keep it right there every single day. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope I didn't scare you off. I hope I encouraged you. I hope you feel like, yes, let's freaking go uh, because that's what you're worth. You're worth that and so much more. And I hope that you can take this and roll with it. I hope that you'll share it with someone who needs to hear it. I am sure we all have someone in our life right now who's battling a woe that we don't even know about, right? Because we've gotten into that place where maybe they've said it three times and they don't want to say it anymore because they're embarrassed. Send them this. Tell them that you're here and that you want to beat that woe together. You never know the, the power of accountability and the power of what that can do for someone's life, knowing that someone is willing to show up for them even though they don't want to show up for themselves. Anyway, I uh, am grateful for you all. I hope that you will leave a review, send me a message, do something to let me know you're listening. So that I can, uh, you know, just hear from who's listening and more of what you want to hear. And of course, uh, I'm just so grateful for the reviews and the shares that you have. Uh, they speak volume into my life and I am just gives me that much more excitement for what is going to happen here. Uh, I hope you have the best day and do the things that are going to bring you out of whatever woe you are in.